Hey there fans of All Beer Inside, we understand that not everybody has a chance to watch our YouTube videos, therefore we've decided on a twice a week basis to release all of the audio portion only of our YouTube videos. We are continuing our Women of History Month in Beer. Uh, this interview is with Kelly, also known as a one-hopped biatch. This was released on YouTube November 20th, 2020. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, and likes and subscribes are always helpful for the show. Thank you. Have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. Return to the lockdown episodes, as we're calling them at this time. <laughs> Joining me today out of the Ottawa region, we have Kelly, also known as One Hopped Biatch. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, thank you for joining us today, and thank you for taking the time for letting us talk to you. Oh, you know, it's like you said, it's lockdown edition too. <laughs> yeah. I have all the time in the world. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, so, yeah. uh, we're both enjoying our individual beers. Uh, I have, well, what beer are you drinking? Uh, I'm actually drinking uh, Wagon, uh based out of Stray Dog. It's a hazy IPA. See that beautiful yep. haze there. Um, yeah, it's actually one of my favorites. I was just there on Sunday, so I just picked up some more while I was there. I was like, I taste one of those tonight. Awesome. Yeah, uh, we've spoken with them. They're awesome dudes. Uh, Mark mm -hmm. and Justin, I want to say. I may be yep. mistaken. Yeah, so I spoke with them. Uh, they're awesome. I love yeah. Shaggin' Wagon. It's a fantastic beer. It uh, is a fantastic beer. But uh, from episode 44 of, my sh of our show, uh, as, after speaking with Andrea and John, I have from Spark Beer, Voices Carry Over. My light is bad. Beautiful beer. Yeah, Inco. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly That's tart, very tasty beer. Um, mm -hmm. And if you're ever in the Ottawa region, uh, Chinatown of the Ottawa region, check out Andrea and John. Yes, yes. They're, and, they're great there. Yeah. yeah. So we try and do a virtual, it's a toast. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> a toast. A toast. I can't yeah. get the sound. <laughs> mm, tasty beer tasty yeah awesome uh so what's your story what got you into instagram and um the life of uh beer reviewer all right so i will admit it kind of starts off as a little bit of a sad story but i promise i won't make it a sad story for very long uh a couple years ago i unfortunately lost my dad and ever the last year or so um I introduced him to craft beer and I taught him a lot. And he's like, honestly, Kelly, you should do something with this. And I was like, yeah, whatever, dad. Like, I don't have the talents to do anything remotely <laughs> beer blogging. So um, when he passed away, I was looking for hobbies and it kind of just went back to me always going to breweries and stuff. And then luckily I met um, my good friend Megan and she was like, honestly, Kelly, just, just start a beer blog. Who cares if it's just me and your and your friends that are uh listening reading whatever you choose to do just just do it who cares and i was like okay yeah and then um that's where it all began it's and i've been outlet. doing that about like yeah yeah it's a great outlet um it keeps my mind focused and it kind of just you know it gives me something to look forward to and i plan trips around it so it's it's honestly a great hobby for me yeah <laughs> yeah uh i mean craft beer is is something else and uh the reason I, I invited you as well as our previous interview uh the last few weeks is uh i'm trying to talk about more diversity in beer and obviously beer is kind of still a boys game oh for uh, sure yeah but it, it, i do find with craft beer the ladies are starting to come in a little more oh uh, which yeah. is which i think is great to see that it's for everybody the way i see yeah. it so yeah it definitely is for everybody and you can honestly make craft beer literally any way you want now so it's to me, it's a beautiful thing for everybody. 
Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, do you recall how you discovered craft beer? Ah, I do actually. So uh, I've lived here in Ottawa for about 12, 12 years now. Um, I remember just being in the LCBO and then all of a sudden there was like a couple more choices than there used to be other than just like macro beers, like Canadian and all that stuff. And then I noticed Bose and I was like, oh, it says it's like a lager. So I might as well try that. That's basically what I'm drinking. And then ever since then, like Bose just kept, you know, releasing banger of beers after banger of beers and introduced me to different types of beers, which I had no idea about. And I want to say that was probably about 2012 when I discovered craft beer. So it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm personally going on about 15 years of craft because we have the, uh, the Mondial here in Quebec, or Montreal. Mm -hmm. So the world beer festival, everybody shows up with beer and you get beer from, you know, Brazil and so cool. Norwegia or Norway. And it's like, Whoa, it's costly, but it's, it's fun. So yeah, that was a good yeah. way. Um, and then personally, I, I discovered it at this place called Brutopia. It's a local oh, group. Yeah. Up. Okay. Uh, I started with the strawberry blonde because my friend's like, hey, you want to, uh, back in the day, it was like, oh, Coors, woo, bullshit Canadian. That's all I drink. It's the best ever. Nothing could ever top this. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, hey, or try this. I'm like, oh my God, beer could have flavor. Oh, I know. It's so strange. <laughs> it, uh, the germination continued. I was in Toronto with a group of friends and one friend's like, here, try this Pilsner. I'm like, well, what's this? He's like, it's called Steam Whistle. Oh, and then from there, it's just like, that's it. I'm not drinking regular beer ever. If I have to, let's just mm -hmm. drink this craft beer that I've heard of. Went to an LCBO, spent more money than I should have <laughs> came back <laughs> to Montreal. So yeah, the LCBO is actually a great resource for craft beer. Like that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. it can be dangerous, especially the newer one near Montreal and Hawkesbury. It is gigantic. Um, and their craft beer selection is fantastic. So. Oh, that's amazing. That's, that's great that you can get to Hawkesbury so easily. To, <laughs> uh, to now, you're based in Ottawa. What would you say is the best LCBO in Ottawa for craft beer? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so unfortunately, the closest one to mine like probably has the worst one. <laughs> but I want to say the best one is at Lansdowne. So okay. it's at um, where like the 67s, the mm -hmm red blacks in them play they have a huge fridge and it's mostly dedicated to craft beer and it's the only one where you can actually get growlers of like local beer if that's what people prefer so, that's very cool yeah i would definitely go there like their fridge is primarily dedicated to like craft beer and craft cider awesome yeah, yeah. uh we'll add that in our show notes as well uh last time i was down i went at 935 bank street it's called apparently a distribution center Oh yeah. Ooh, so that's the way. yeah. They they had quite the selection when I was there, but I, I want somebody's like hometown perspective on which is the better one. So for those visiting Ottawa, that's that's like the place to go when you wanna buy beer to bring back to wherever you're from. So Yeah, I would definitely go to the Lansdowne selection. Um it's uh also right beside a craft beer market, so <laughs> chances yeah. are you have a beer there, they're probably gonna have it at the Lansdowne L C B O. Craft beer market's pretty awesome too. So Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. <laughs> awesome. Uh one hop biatch, how'd you come up with that one? Oh, um, that's a funny story. Um I always said I wanted a nickname that's like Biatch because I'm not actually like a mean person, but I liked something that was kind of sassy. Um, <laughs> so it started off as like one hoppy Biatch, one hop 
biatch and then like one day my friend and I came up like one hopped biatch that's what it is it was like this is perfect this is perfect yeah so that's basically how it all started and every time I say I'm like oh I one hopped biatch they're just like what I was like that's the exact reaction I've been looking for <laughs> oh yeah. it's a fantastic name it really draws like fine so yeah yeah. It's, like you said, it's like, I'm not really a bad person, but I feel like I could be a little bad if I want to be. Yeah, could, yeah. So. Makes, makes me feel like a bad butt. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, where do you find your inspiration and style for your Instagram comes from? Um, I try to make it as unique as possible. Um, so... I want to say I try to talk about like, for example, if I'm visiting a brewery, I want to talk about everything. So I want to talk about like the atmosphere. Um, I know a lot of craft uh, like breweries like also have other things to drink other than wine and cider because I've actually learned that a lot of people who follow me drink, don't even drink beer. So when I learned that I kind of started gearing towards that. Um, and then I try to not focus as much as on my photos. But I find that that's how you kind of like get people to follow you on Instagram. You got to have those like catchy photos. And then I try to be as detailed as possible because I don't want to gear anybody the wrong direction. I want to tell them if I think a beer is just meh and then tell them like what I think were the best beers and then try to gear it towards like, this is easy drinking. This is not so easy drinking, but I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. If you don't like easy drinking beers, then likely you're not. So that's, that's basically where I try to go. I try to be a beer blogger for everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, it's only fair. Everybody has different palates, right? Like I, you know, I enjoy mm -hmm. the haze craze right now that's going on with the New England IPAs. Same. I have a couple of friends who are not big fans of, of strong hoppy beers. Yeah. Uh, same thing. It's like, oh, let's, let's try this crazy stout. And one, one guy's like, ah, it's made out of espresso. If I want an espresso. <laughs> I drink an espresso. I'm like, it says espresso stout we know what we're getting into so yeah exactly it's literally made with strong espresso yeah. usually <laughs> so that's you know everybody's palate's different uh, i'm the same way with mine i'm like here's what i thought was the best but it yeah. might not be yours and obviously honesty is the best policy so if you're like oh it was me meh for me but give yeah. it a try anyways so yeah um i have yet to have like a negative review on one hot piach and that's non-intentional it's literally because if I didn't, I really hated a beer, even if I bought it at the LCBO or something, I messaged like the brewers or like whoever runs their Instagram and they always were like, oh, thank you so much for letting us know. That could have been a batch. Like, do you still have the can? Please let me know like mm -hmm. what numbers are on it because maybe like it's a correlation to when somebody else complained. So the only reason I have yet to have a bad review is because I have yet to have somebody like be like, yeah, whatever. You probably just didn't like the beer. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. Do you yeah. use Untapped as well, or it's just your Instagram? Uh, primarily just my Instagram and Facebook page, and soon to be a website. But um, I do not use Untapped. I have it, mm -hmm. but it's just not for me. <laughs> but I I do use it. Like I like to use it as a guide of like, oh, I'm going to Montreal. What breweries are listed on Untapped, and which what do these people like about this brewery? So I know what to go there and what to expect. I find it's very helpful too. I had spoken with a brewer uh, from a previous interview and he said he found one of his beers was trending really low, which shouldn't have. So mm -hmm. then he checked it out. And like you said, it was, it was a bad batch. Yeah. Bad batch of beer went out. So he apologized. Yeah. He's like, we found out through untapped and Instagram. This was a mistake. Let's fix it for everybody. So 
Yeah. You, you know, everything has its benefit, especially in a social media era. Yeah. If they're seeing that it's only trolls doing it, that's one thing. But if it's not the trolls doing it, then you're like, okay, let's, uh, there's something wrong here. Let's, let's fix this. So. Yeah. I think like my least favorite thing is there will be people who will say, we're like review an IPA or a stout and then hate IPAs and stouts and then give it like zero stars or whatever the rating system is. And I'm just like, it's like, I normally hate stouts. So I hated this beer. It's like, yeah. like, why? What, like why would you even bother reviewing that why even buy it <laughs> yeah why even buy it why even get it on your flight like i it's that's the only reason why i don't primarily use it but i see the appeal because like you get those badges um and people literally i guess make friends on it i'm not exactly sure but yeah this guy uh, right here <laughs> see see but then that's great it it's, just like uh, it's a resource that wasn't for me, but I use it for when I'm traveling, for sure. It's my Pokemon Go. Oh, so. well, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Got, got to drink them all. So. <laughs> got to drink them all. Yeah, the, <laughs> the trainer badges of... Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you know, or the just, gym badges. That's the word, yeah. They just had their 10-year anniversary. You know, they sent it out there for their their fan base to design, you know, their... They're a very oh, open wow. and interactive company, which is very nice as well. So, well, see, I didn't know that. Now yeah. that I know that, maybe I might use it more. Uh, I gotta say though, your uh, your personal Bose Oktoberfest photo collection was quite quite interesting. Yes, <laughs> yes, um, that was a very fun evening. Um, so I took those. Did you watch the virtual Oktoberfest this year? I did not. Oh, I, okay. I just it's it's a little frustrating watching all these virtual events and being like I. Uh, you know, know the FOMO is there when I see it so I'm like no I I have to physically be there and experience this so yeah so uh both Oktoberfest is one of my favorite weekends of the year so when COVID happened early on I'm like it's September hopefully it happens and when they finally announced that it was canceled I was like no I was I was so upset but yeah anyways um so when I saw that they had a virtual box I said oh absolutely I'm gonna order that and see what comes in it because it said full of surprises. Mm -hmm. um, and then literally they gave you rolls and stuff. And I was like, well, might as well just participate and just do what I can from home by myself in my living room with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did it. Uh, I did Stein holding, not for me. Kudos to people who can do it more than a minute. Um, and well, cup stacking, that was pretty easy, but it was still pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, having been to Bo's Oktoberfest four times in a row, it's uh, it's a pretty wild event. And for those who who can make it to it, definitely check it out, especially if you're a fan of craft, because uh, they have mm -hmm. a tent exclusively for craft beer, which is awesome. A uh, bunch of local Canadian bands, which is always fun. Uh, funny story, though, it's the year they started the coach buses. Yeah. Uh, so I took one from Montreal to uh, Van Cleek because mm -hmm. comfortability and a bathroom. Why well, I do it too? Yeah, cop uh, <laughs> on the bus on the way home. Start to like doze off because I'm, I'm on a bus. So I can get drunk at the festival. That's awesome. Of course, yeah. And then I see a girl run up to these two guys, and she's like, "You're on the wrong bus. This is Montreal, not Ottawa." I'm like, "That would have been the funniest thing ever." <laughs> Just you're all drunk. You pass out. You wake up, Montreal. Yeah. At midnight. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, um. Yeah, I uh, honestly almost did that last year. Because I just was not really paying attention. And yeah, I will admit, I probably had too many beers. But like, 
I almost went to Montreal and made yeah. my friends go to Montreal too on top of that. Especially because the bus drivers don't check. So no. it's like <laughs> I mean Montreal's not bad not a bad city to end up at midnight. Oh no, so. no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just oh, let's go get drunker and then just sleep in the train station tonight or something. So <laughs> Honestly, that's we would have just took it in stride and found a way home the next morning. <laughs> Uh, yeah i can relate to that i almost did it i was like oh no we gotta go to ottawa (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome cool uh so have you uh collabed with your instagram or or your upcoming blog or website with any breweries no not yet but that's actually a dream of mine so i'm just like waiting to the day when a brewery messages me and they go kelly you want to come help me brew a beer yes i do yeah Speaking of brewing, you were recently on the uh, My Adventures in Homebrewing podcast. Yes, yes. So um, one of my, also my many goals of One Hop Biatch was um, I've always wanted to learn uh, brewing because I'm a big fan of craft beers. Like, and then when I go to breweries, when I meet brewers, I'm always asking them questions. And they went, honestly, girl, just just take up homebrewing and you'll learn as you go. So um, my first two rat, like batches did not turn out. Um, and then the pandemic happened and a lot of the supply stores were closed. Um, and then I actually, because I'm an apartment brewer, I was relying on other people, but until I went on that podcast, I actually ordered everything that I need to actually brew in my apartment. So I'm actually hoping that I can brew a beer hopefully on Sunday. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I use a robo brew. So it's an all in one system so i don't have to have as much stuff and it's a little safer using it inside so <laughs> uh, you just don't want to run propane in your apartment i'm sure that's yeah, fine that's <laughs> yeah yeah so hopefully and my first beer that i'm pretty sure is going to turn out is just going to be a pale ale and i'm probably going to name it nard dog because i'm a big fan of the office nard dog pale ale yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, as our show, we actually had a friend bring uh, homebrew. Uh, he made an English bitter. Oh, like super, le- like the maltiness was so well leveled. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even had one friend. He was just he wanted to cr- like crap on the guy's homebrew no matter what, and then he drinks it and he's like, "Can't say a bad thing about your beer." Yeah, so, no. It's, Honestly, uh, like, when you find a good homebrewer, their beer is, you know, it should be sold in stores. Like some of them, just like damn, yeah. Well, I know in Ontario, they're allowed to deliver beer during the pandemic, which is very nice. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's not an option in Quebec, so. Oh, really? Yeah, um, it's, it's like not Like, not fair. even on, like, food apps, like, if you ordered nope. Uber Eats or... Not, really? not this time, uh, mm. to my awareness. Okay. I know a lot of us are complaining about it. A lot of craft beer drinkers and breweries are complaining about it, as right we should, because when you see the other province getting it to do it, why can't we, so. No, no. I would have thought Quebec's liquor laws were a little bit more laxed than most places. So our beer depeneurs, like our beer specialty stores, can deliver mm-hmm. if they wish, uh, but mm-hmm. the breweries themselves cannot. Okay, so you got to do like in-store pickup or just drive. Yeah, it's it's wacky. It's kind of kind of sucks. So. Oh uh, yeah, we're pretty spoiled here in Ottawa. Then almost ever all of us like yeah, do it. I know. Yeah. I was. Uh, we were in Toronto a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, and it's just like oh. <laughs> so. I know it's like you could get it delivered to your Airbnb just yeah. awkward, like sometimes same day yep, depending yep. And where all the patios open and, and widespread <laughs> out and I know actually breweries in Ottawa like before contact tracing became 
a law uh, here in Ontario, a lot of the breweries were already doing it before it became a law. Like as soon as you showed up, they took your phone number and then not just like per table, like for everyone, mm-hmm. assuming that nobody lived in the same household, unless you had proof that you lived in the same household. So that's another reason why I'm like, kudos to breweries for never having an outbreak because they were already above yeah. like everybody else. So it's like, yeah, even uh, as the show, when we went there to interview in Ottawa, they're like, mm-hmm. ah, don't worry about it. I'm like, no, just in case, you never know. So let us yeah. let us fill it out. And they're like, ah, but you're just doing an interview and we're social, as you see in the videos in the last yeah, couple pretty, of months, we are socially distanced yeah. because we're mm-hmm. responsible adults who are, you know, drinking uh, an adult beverage who have to be respectful adults. So, you know, just keep our distance, have our yeah. beers. Just not not shaking a brewer's hands and uh, not taking selfies after is kind of killing me inside. But yeah, unless me. you take it like as a distance and you wear yeah. your masks or exactly. something. Yeah, and then everybody only sees what your eyes look like. It's it's not the same. There's my beard coming out of my mask. So <laughs> yeah, There's did you get too. one of those masks that cover your beard? No, no. They look kind of weird. So I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just I'll wait till the vaccine's out in 2021, hopefully, and we'll go from there. So yeah, hopefully. Knock on wood. For sure. Uh, so you mentioned early on you started with Bose. Are they still one of your favorite breweries to, to get beer from? Um, yes, I would say so because they've stayed consistent, um, in my opinion. And I also just really enjoy what, what they do for the community, like not like especially in Ottawa. I know I'm very lucky to experience a lot of the stuff that Bose do, does because they throw like an October, uh, not Oktoberfest, sorry, St. Patrick's Day party here. Um, and then they're always like having bus tours to and from Van Leek Hill. Like, so if you want to go for an afternoon, they kind of had that option. So for me, it's always been like, I'm like, you guys are always been like so thoughtful for us, especially because they're about an hour and a half away. Yeah. Like they're, they're the middle point, I guess, between Ottawa and Montreal. But yeah, I want to say they're definitely one of my favorites. Um, and in the summer when I went there, I actually got to meet Steve and I was starstruck (laughs) (laughs) and he could tell that I was starstruck and it came out of his way to come and talk to me. (laughs) So after that, my gosh, I love you guys even more. (laughs) Yeah. It's always nice to meet Uh, uh, as the show. And personally myself, I have yet to meet a jerk for a brewer or an owner. Yeah. I know it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm mentally prepared for that. So I'm just, you know, Ooh. go with the flow right now. Enjoy everybody's company. Everybody's been awesome for letting us be in their breweries for the show and being like, oh, okay, yeah. here, try this beer that's not out yet. Oh, here, try this. It's like, this this is fantastic. And people in the brewing community are, are amazing people. So Oh, they really are. Like, yeah, it's crazy. When Steve came and talked to me, first of all, I was also just impressed that he was waiting in line to go into his own brewery, like on the patio to get food. You have all the power in the world, dude, and you didn't, you didn't take advantage of it. So it makes me respect you even more. And then on top of that, he was genuinely nice. He came in, he talked to me, then he went and sat down with his wife. And then when he left, he came and talked to me again. Like, and then he's like, hey, I'm done now. Like, it was so nice talking to you. You did not have to talk to me twice. That, that to me, is amazing. Yeah, it shows the respect he has for a customer base. Yeah, he no, knows, definitely. He knows without, without us who are drinking his beers, you know, buying 
yeah things like this (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and also like every time i'm there there's always the same staff there so he clearly does something well like everybody's still there the tap room manager is the same all the brewers are still the same all the front room server like tap room servers are the same so like yeah steve steve's gotten it right from the get-go so to to my understanding your employee owned at this point yeah 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 yeah. And then uh, I went to high school with a girl who does like event promotions for them in Toronto and she loves working for Bose and it's like, damn, that's awesome. I'm jealous. Yeah. But <laughs> and they're Canada wide now, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying that they're not craft anymore, but I don't believe that because they just brew more and more frequently, but the only beer that they make like frequently or in like large batches is Bose mm-hmm. Tread. But the yeah. other ones are still made in normal size fermenters and other stuff. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. What you, well, thankfully, like like yourself, yeah. Toronto, us in Montreal, we're we're kind of so close to Vancleek that we we do get the additional the Night Mars in and and Wag the Wolf and things like that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so I know, I met someone who never had Wag the Wolf, and I was like, "What do you mean you never <laughs> had Wag the Wolf?" <laughs> let me show you it's the hoppy beer that everybody loves yeah yeah my only problem with them is they ran out of the david's tea beer way too quickly so oh yeah you got you got stock you had to stock up on that yeah it was so, delightful yeah so outside bows what are some of your other favorite kind of beers and breweries in ottawa and let's say the rest of ontario places okay. you visited um that's a good question so in ottawa um some of my favorites are uh, tooth and nail because all their beers are always fantastic and also great staff there. Um, I have to say Stray Dog is definitely one of my favorites too. Like they were one of the first stouts that I've ever truly loved. Like their Jean d'Arc mm-hmm. stout was probably the first one I've ever loved. Um, and then the third one in Ottawa, because there's still some of them I've yet to been to. So I want to say, hmm. Not Bose, because everybody knows that, my love for them. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say Beyond the Pale, because okay. like they also make consistent products. And yeah, I've been invited to events there before. And they've also, they also release a lot of different beers. And they're one of the two breweries that did a Black is Beautiful beer here in mm-hmm. Ottawa. So, you know, kudos to them. Yeah. Yeah, I remember there being next to that exercise studio where it was impossible to park to go and, and buy growlers at the time. Yeah, to where they are now is, yeah. is a now huge have, difference. Like, a big patio, a big like brew house. They have events in the back. Mm-hmm. Like I know someone who got married there. Like you can do a lot beyond the pale. And like I said, they were one of the original ones to do uh, contact tracing when you showed up. So yeah, yeah, very important. On top of that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, any anybody you could think of outside of of your kind of Ottawa region? Some of your favorites. Yeah, so I actually grew up close to Prince Edward County. So probably my favorite brewery in Prince Edward County would be Strange Brew. Um, he literally started a brewery out of his house in his basement. So literally like the tap room is his backyard. And he clearly just went to, I don't know, like yard sales and picked up whatever patio furniture he could find. And his brewery is like in his basement garage and then he'll he gives tours all the time and then literally the rest of it is like he rented the back of a transport trailer truck and then like 
that's his chamber. That's where he does all his like milling. That's where he does some of his barrel stuff. Like this is the wackiest setup I've ever seen. And then all of his beers are strange, but so good. Like he's probably my favorite within like a three hour drive of Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. That's totally what we're about is finding that weird eclectic stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that that's somebody yeah. on my future list now that I've heard of him. So Yeah, he literally puts crazy things and he'll tell you that I you're either gonna love it or hate it. And that's just like that's I'm just trying to stick to my name, Strange Brew. Like I make wine for a living and this is literally what I want to do now is make beer and I put stuff together. I think that might work and I sell it if it comes out okay. <laughs> so. Plus named after one of the great Canadian drinking movies. So Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also he has a cat named Cody who comes and greets you. So it's uh yeah, no, it's a great experience for sure. I'm starting to see the brewery cats and dogs becoming a little more prevalent in Canada. Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, I know it's huge in the States. Uh, when I was at St. Jay Brewing in Vermont, mm. um, I go down the set. They're kind of in a mini mall. And mm. I go down a set of stairs and there's a big German shepherd right in front of the door. And I'm like, okay. And then I hear the owner or one of the mm. owners or brewers go, Barley, get over here. <laughs> Barley, the dog just of gets, course. <laughs> yeah, gets up goes gets out of my way and he's mm-hmm. like oh don't worry she's a big wuss you could have petted her i'm like okay yeah but you see a giant german shepherd you're like maybe not yeah. Risk it. so yeah especially if you know like it wasn't going crazy and like happy to see you like, yeah totally totally nerve-wracking yeah. and then just drinking beers and i look over into the brew house and you just see the dog's head pop up once in a while it's like okay this is awesome <laughs> yeah this is awesome yeah. yeah like when you sit outside like strange brew is open all year round so i'd recommend going when you can actually sit outside but honestly like cody and dave and his brother helps out like it's totally a family-run business but it's truly amazing um and then there's so many other good breweries now in prince edward county that keeps popping up and I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah, Ontario's got it going right now. I know uh, at, the, at the beginning of Ford's thing, they produced a, a guide of how to open a craft brewery to Ontario, so. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's pretty, I don't know. Ontario, like every time I look on Instagram, I'm like, oh, it's another new brewery in Ontario I have to follow. And they're only like three hours away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Same with Quebec too. It's overwhelming how many you guys have there now. Yeah, it's starting to come along. It's not as as quick as I find Ontario is. Because uh, mm-hmm. Ontario for it's at least like at least two for one at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes three to one because apparently in Toronto it's just like oh a new brewery here oh a new brewery here it's like, whoa I can't oh yeah can't drink all the beer if you keep making more of it so <laughs> yeah I've only been to a small fraction of Toronto breweries and I don't even know if. I can make make them all. Like no, there's like a Toronto trip for a week. I don't think I could. Sixty-two breweries in the GTA right now. <laughs> so, so crazy. That's a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're responsible. It's a month. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm the driver uh, on our show, so. Oh, uh, yeah. your videographer. <laughs> yeah, I just I buy more beer than he does, so. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> so that, I just sit in my room and drink more than drink the weekends and when I'm doing interviews. So. Oh, definitely. Uh, some of your favorite past beercations you've been on. All right. So I've been on a couple of beercations. Um, my 
favorite one was definitely Nova Scotia. Um, I went there only thinking maybe it would be like a handful of breweries. No, there's one on every block. Awesome. <laughs> it's, it's actually incredible. Um, when I first went, this is like 2017, uh, Two, Two Crows Brewing wasn't even open a year yet. So it was pretty cool that I got to go there. Then I got to see Garrison and Propeller. Um, and then Unfiltered, Good Robot. And they're all like in walking distance, which is crazy. You never, you never have to drive. Like you can literally drink at all of them. And as soon as you say you're from outer province, they're just like, oh, let me show you everything. Like it's incredible. Um, and then I would probably say Vermont uh i only primarily did burlington mm -hmm. and i was only there for not even 48 hours unfortunately so i didn't get to go to a lot of them but i got to go to foam uh brewery high gravity in queen queen street is that what it's called it's across from high gravity well there's queen city and queen city that's what it was because yeah, it's primarily um, german beers yeah yeah uh so it's queen city and across the street is i don't zero think it's high gravity, gravity. Zero, zero gravity gravity that's yeah. what it is i'm thinking of the t-shirt yeah. brand high gravity <laughs> zero gravity's marzen is fantastic see yeah i went in may so the only ones they had were their seasonal like not even their seasonal it's just like their flagships so i had like the pale wolf pale ale and the Green State Lager, mm -hmm. those yeah, are the two that I primarily remember. Yeah, the Green State Empire is their big one that, that you could find mm -hmm. across North America. Oh, well, across the U.S. to my understanding, so. Yeah, um, great. And then, yeah, the one across the street um, was all German beers, like, to me, which was also pretty cool. Because I've mm -hmm. never been in a brewery that was strictly only German beers before. It's like, this is actually so cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. I was going with non non beer drinkers, so they made me hike and stuff all the time. And about a ten minute walk from both of them is uh, Switchback, which is also fun. So. Oh yeah, it was on my list. I didn't make it. Um, uh, there's uh, I think it's the Vermont Brewers app or something. You you can actually get a, a map of all the Vermont breweries. So. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah, like I went to Stowe, and apparently you can do a hike, and at the end there's a couple breweries or something at the end. It's like. None of my friends, of course, none of my friends wanted to do that hike. Yeah. I had to climb mountains. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I did Stowe during the summer and they send you through the mountain on a twisty, drivey road. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm doing this sober because even one <laughs> beer in, I'm probably yeah. and and not. And there's also no sidewalks. So you have pedestrians and cyclists you have to worry about, too. It's never, yeah. ever drive through Stowe if you even had one beer. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's crazy. Yeah, um, I really wish like. I could have went to um, Zero Gravity again because they had like a Bernie Pale Ale or whatever. I just would have loved that. Just especially, like I'm like finally a beer, a homage to him, you know, like because he's from Burlington, Vermont. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. When it's uh, so, I use this caveat right now because we're all aware of of how the world's condition is. When it's safe to travel again, when there's a whole lot less COVID. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole lot more affordable uh, flights to get back on because the COVID tax is gone uh, after <laughs> we've financially recovered from it. What are yep. some beercations you'd love to go on? Okay, so number one, because I know I primarily could afford this. I have three. Um, so number first one, I'm going to go to Portland, Oregon. Okay. Because um, I've only heard great things. There is literally three breweries per block or something crazy <laughs> like that. and since I'm a, a brewer, um, 
a home brewer, I would love to go at the same time when the She Brew Festival happens. And it's like one of the original, like all female home brewing festivals. So I would love to go and experience that. And maybe if I'm lucky, they'll let me be a judge. <laughs> I know I couldn't submit my own beer, but. Um, and then just because one of my good friends just moved there, Calgary would be another one because apparently there's 40 breweries just in the city of Calgary now. So the Canadian Brewing Awards came out about a couple of months ago and Alberta is heavy on that list. I don't know about just Calgary, but Alberta covers yeah. the list of gold medals. So. Yeah. And then obviously if I was to go anywhere else in Canada or North America, I should say, I would probably definitely go to Germany. Mm -hmm. I've been to Germany, but I didn't go and appreciate the beer. Um, um, and now that I've gotten more into Belgian beers, so I would go to Belgium for sure. Yeah. I have the hairstyle of a monk, so I want to drink with a monk. Oh my God, that'd be so cool. So, yeah. <laughs> Imagine being like, oh, I had this beer. And then you have it here in Canada. And it's like, it's not the same. It's not yeah. the same. Oh, uh, it's, I've had Trappist Abbey before. This isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fair. So. Or, uh, I guess I'd also go to like the Czech Republic too. Um, and I heard, I don't, China has a really big, hmm. yeah. Is it China? Yeah, China does. Yeah. Um, I'm drawn to South Africa. Apparently they have quite the awesome beer scene right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, That's something I did not know about. That's cool. Cape Town and Johannesburg. Uh, there is a documentary called Brewing the Republic. Oh, on... cool. I watched it on Tubi, so I had to watch the commercials <laughs> and stuff. But it's like, oh, uh, this was just like dirt before. And now it's this beautiful looking brewery. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> How does that yeah, work? Yeah. How does that work? So. Oh, that sounds incredible. I've always wanted to go to Africa. So definitely we'll put that onto my yeah. irritation. What about you? Where would you go? Uh, South Africa is one of them. Real Oktoberfest. Never been. Have to go. Yeah, same. I gotta go to Real um, Oktoberfest. <laughs> and then uh, friends mentioned Japan's actually got a really good beer scene going on right now. So Oh my God. Yes. Uh, two of my really good friends, they go every year and they keep telling me like, Kelly, all this craft beer everywhere in Japan. It's insane. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, for driving distances, since you mentioned it, I got to get to get out to the Maritimes now. Yes. Yeah, uh, you definitely do. And um, But what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive through Montreal, through the U.S. to hit Maine and then head up to. Yeah. Okay. One thing I must say about uh, when you go to the Maritimes, especially in Nova Scotia, uh, you have to go to Lunenburg and then go to Shipwright. It's attached to a hotel, like a little boutique hotel. Um, the head brewer, Kelly, she went to the Niagara Brewing School or College and then moved out there to open up a brewery. Best cold I've ever had in my entire life is there. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. we're going to, well, I mean, I we usually add all this stuff in the show notes to get the people going and, and we'll have Instagram yeah. pictures and stuff coming up. So uh, definitely all this stuff I want to check out. Uh, and then like you, Portland, Oregon and uh, San Diego, California. So. Oh yeah. I would like to go to San Diego because they have a homebrew uh, convention there too every year. <laughs> and then at some point I'd love to hit the GABF. So. Oh yeah, definitely too. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot. Uh, thankfully kind of this year, you know, getting to work from homes allowed me to save money. So <laughs> same so. <laughs> maybe maybe travel a little bit so. same but i assume if i'm gonna go out of all my lists the first place i'll probably end up going is Cal like calgary specifically because yeah. i'm i'm more likely to go there anytime soon even when the world becomes normal who knows if we're allowed to 
travel anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, humanity survived plagues before. We're going to survive a plague again. It's just, uh, yeah, we got to, we have to be a little more serious than what people are. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. We are a society now where we get everything right away. So we can't, if we can't get it right away now, people are freaking out. <laughs> yeah. We just got to get past that, kind of yeah. chill out, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, stay, stay at home. Get home delivery if you can. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'd love to get home delivery <laughs> in Quebec. I know, sorry. Touchy <laughs> it's okay, subject. It's okay. Touchy subject. It, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts right here. It hurts. Uh, but uh, there is Craft Tap, which uh, we've interviewed uh, one of the owners, uh, Irshad, and they yeah. deliver beer from across Canada to where you live. So, well, so is that like the Amazon of beer then? Yes, they want to be the Amazon of alcohol in Canada. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, well, I mean, so. if you ever want certain beers in Ottawa, I'll send you beer mail. We'll have to hit tell uh, off show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, hit me up. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. Uh, so you mentioned you're developing a website and you're going to be working on a blog. Uh, mm-hmm. But where else do you see your, your Instagram and all that stuff going in the future? Okay, so I kind of, so a lot of my friends uh, will constantly ask me beer questions. And then I explain it to them based on like how I learned. And they're still just like, what? I'm like, okay, so my goal is with my website that I'm going to do like hops 101, but explain it as simply as possible, like malt 101, mm-hmm. beer types one-on-one, like, you know, just in simple terms, because even when I read them, I'm like, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> even as a home brewer, I'm just like, I know what that means, but I don't. But anyways, um, and then I'm actually working on a craft beer guide of Canada. Uh, me and my friend who is a graphic designer, her and I are collabing on that. Um, you know, since the Ontario, they keep, every time I get progress, I'm like 10 more just open in this <laughs> like specific place, just because I know we can't go anywhere anytime soon. Um, and then I would also maybe in Ottawa, like to try and do like an all women, um, brew competition because we currently do have like brewing clubs here in Ottawa, but they're all male dominant and they're not very welcoming to women. Um, yeah. So I, as you said, you listen to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the mob, like members of Barleyment, you know, as a woman, I said one thing they like disregarded my question and then they have a lot of off topic stuff and then a woman had said something like you seem to only be on here to talk about your swarmy political views and I went okay guys <laughs> like this is ridiculous yeah like you can't you can't call her swarmy when you're being swarmy too uh. so, you know what I mean so my goal is like like start off locally because I, I can think of two female brewers here in Ottawa, and I'm sure there's more that aren't on members of Parliament or not on Instagram, so mm-hmm. try to get out there. So I would personally love to have an all-female uh, brew competition just here in Ottawa. And then if it does well, then move on, like get bigger. There was one in Toronto in 2016, but I don't think that's happened every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically... Where I'd like to go. Those well, are if you my need a judge on that, uh, an unlicensed judge of any way, <laughs> try yeah. all those beers. <laughs> yeah, like I, I would like. That's funny that you say that because, you know, I would love to have like you know a winner, um, that's like non, ju- like 
that has the credentials or whatever to judge mm-hmm. like because you guys also have great taste palettes and then there's like the people who have the certifications like it would be really cool to see like the certification people might like this beer and this one and then like not saying that everyone's a winner but yeah. you know if I could get like 20 people and then have like six like winners and I think that to me is great that's basically where I'm trying to go it's awesome because you have like some real aspirations and you sound very driven so that's fantastic to hear as well have you ever thought about doing a cicerone or a prudhomme or a bjcp or anything like that yeah so i was gonna do uh prudhomme um then covid happened (laughs) um and then (laughs) i was about to sign up and then it's like oh never mind due to covid19 we're not gonna do it uh here in ottawa so if i wanted to i could you know go to toronto and Mm -hmm. do like level one or two but that's just an added expense to like the expense that already is. It's like three hundred dollars, yeah. To do each level, um, but yeah. Like I would love to do that. It made me eventually get my sister on, but that's a lot of money yes. and a lot of time. So, and as you know, I have a full time job. Yeah. Well, as as do most of us who aren't brewers and stuff, we do need full time jobs to support our beer drinking habits. So. Yeah. Oh, and the first two things that I'm launching on my website. Uh, since I work in intellectual property, uh, my the head of my IP department, he used to own a brewery. So he uh, he's going to talk about trademarks um, and trademarking, like if mm-hmm. you're... Um, and then my good friend, who actually just moved to Calgary, he is going to do talk about patenting beer. So if like you have a certain like science comp- composition on like how you like uh, anchor steam in San Francisco... Yeah. Uh, their stuff is patented so he's going to talk about that too because that's a big question that I get uh, when people find out we're like how do I patent my beer I'm not a patent scientist but I'll help you (laughs) yeah I I love that idea uh my only my only thing I don't like is like stone brewing suing everybody for the word stone right now not cool oh yeah that's not cool but that's you know so therefore when I go back to the states I will not be buying stone beer uh, because yeah, I believe no. in supporting the little guy and you're trying to take them out. So yeah, uh, I say the views and opinions expressed on this show are solely mine. Uh, yeah. But I do believe that that shouldn't happen. I, I see a lot of these guys, especially in Canada, are willing to get together, collaborate, do some stuff. It's Yeah, exactly. Why not, why not work with these other people? They're not taking money out of your pocket. Craft mm-hmm. beer drinkers have disposable income. So Yeah. Um, actually, that's funny. One of the biggest brewery battles that I remember in trademarks this happened last year was Canadian Wolfing Canadian used the everybody calls it different I call it the Muskoka chair but some people called it the Adirondack chair or whatever yeah and then in the west coast but um Muskoka like had trademarked every variation in Canada of the Muskoka chair and then Canadian actually put it on their t-shirts and then like shipped it out and then Muskoka was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably where the small guy beat the big guy. Just yeah. like that trademarks. Yeah. That's good to hear sometimes. I mean, Molson yeah. on top of that. So yeah, exactly. So they did not have a chance. <laughs> because It's like we trademarked it on this side yeah. and on this side and the word and like this and that. Like, I'm like, yeah, you guys, as soon as I saw it in the news, it's like, oh yeah, Molson does not have a chance. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome to hear. I love hearing when uh, the little guy beats the big guy. So 
it's always yeah even though muskoka is one of like the bigger brewers in yeah. ontario yeah. but still i was like kudos to you guys like and it costs a lot of money to do that stuff so yeah no that's it you can drag it out lawyers fees and all that stuff that's uh yeah. it's kind of unfortunate but it's good to hear that somebody like muskoka won uh you know one of my early interviews he had to change his brewery name because somebody else in canada have it and he didn't want to go through this stuff so yeah um yeah. like the most thing that like um most smaller like smaller breweries would have to go through or like uh cease and desist letters so mm-hmm. if you name something like after a band like the band <laughs> might send you a letter but then they might not make you stop using that name they just might be like you got to change like the marketing of it like yeah. change like the font like do this do that you know so yeah yeah, yeah 100% for sure uh yeah. but hey we should all get along especially now especially with what's going on oh definitely you know we have this technology that's bringing us together it should be in my view it should be bringing everybody together and not separating us like people mm-hmm. use it for yeah uh, but that's my obviously I'm try to be a little more open-minded than some other people but yeah you know we're, we're all one human race let's get along so I 100% agree all right. This is an awesome talk. I have no other questions for you today. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate you taking your time and letting us talk to you today. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me again. Yeah. So let everybody know where they can find you online, what the future website's going to be, if it's available or if you know what you're going to do or, and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. So you can find me on Instagram at one hopped biatch. And then you can find me on Facebook at like Facebook slash one hopped biatch. And then soon to be one hopped Awesome. And uh, you're going to get some 101 lessons on onehopbiatch.com. So definitely, if you're trying to learn, check it out. Uh, as for us, allbeerinside.com is the website where we have our kind of monthly audio get together with the guys. Uh, at All Beer Inside is on all social media. And as I say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.